0: Everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I don't know if y'all noticed, but I don't have one of those fancy intros where I say my name, who I am, what I do, what I'm about. I just really get straight to the point with the topics. I may have an intro in the future, but for now, I like to keep it simple because I know myself, I don't know about you, but when I listen to some of these podcasts, I skip right through that and I get right to the meat of the podcast. So I like to keep it simple. One day we might have an intro, not sure. But for now, we're getting straight to the point and today's topic is going to be about Christians and dieting. Is dieting an idol? Today's conversation was inspired by a post that one of my amazing friends Elizabeth, who is a registered dietitian, sent me over the weekend, which by the way, we have to get her on this podcast. But she sent me an Instagram post and I'm going to read to you exactly what the post was. Just pulled up the post. The post reads, "Hard pill for Christians to swallow. Dieting is an idol." And under that, her caption to the picture is, People will take every passage from the Bible, they can't out of context, to try to tell you that dieting is a biblical. It's not. It's an idol and an obsession. It takes your time, your money, and your brain space. It's the opposite of what you should be focused on. It requires you to be self-absorbed and isolated, which is the opposite of what the Bible tells us. There is nothing deep or spiritual about being obsessed with outward appearance. And then in the comments, a comment that stood out was, food has become the idol. We spend more time thinking about calories than blessing our meal. And as soon as I read the main quote, which was hard pill for Christians to swallow, dieting is an idol, I wanted to say yes, amen. That is fact that is true. But the more I thought about it, and I even turned over to Jesse and I asked him, what do you think about this? And we had a discussion. The more that i realize that yes i think that in some instances dieting itself could be the idol but i think that's very it's in very extreme instances i think that for the majority of us the ones listening to this podcast it's not necessarily the dieting that's the idol it's what we think that we're gonna get in return first and foremost let's define what is an idol i'm going on to google and getting the definition straight out of google there's two definitions one is an image or a representation of a God-used object of worship. The second definition is a person or a thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. So going back to the original quote, which was a hard pill for Christians to swallow, dieting is an idol. I don't think that dieting itself is an idol for a lot of people, and I'm going to use myself as an example. At the peak with my obsession over dieting, it wasn't necessarily the dieting that I idled. It was what I thought I would get in return that was the the true idol. And in my case, it was all the images that I had printed of these beautiful women with perfect bodies, abs, toned legs. That was my idol. I had maybe like 50 pictures printed, pasted onto this whiteboard and hanging in my room because I knew that that was a thing that I wanted to be. That's who I wanted to be. I Idolized that I did everything in my power to try to be that and more so because of what I knew I would have after Achieving that goal for me the idol was the body the perfect body not necessarily the dieting I saw the dieting more as a tool, but the idolization was the body I Wanted the body because there was all these beliefs that I had which now I know are just lies that are not promised in the Bible I thought that if I had the perfect body, I would have the perfect boyfriend. I would have the perfect life. I could, I believe that life would be easy. I believe life would be fun. There was all these beliefs that I had attached to that image that I was idolizing. And that caption really is on point because dieting consumes you. That's all you can think about. You go to sleep thinking about dieting. You wake up thinking about dieting. And not necessarily about just dieting, but just losing weight. Losing weight so that you can hit your goal because hitting your goal is going to give you everything that you ever wanted, and more. That is the problem because we become so consumed with it that there really is no brain space for anything else. We're blocked. We can't be of service. We can't do a lot of things because we're we're just stuck in that thought. I know for myself, I spent years. I spent years in that mindset and therefore I could not see beyond that. I couldn't be of service to others. I couldn't show up for anybody else. I was so consumed with how I looked that I had no time for anything else. And I know that I'm not the only one out there. I put so many things on pause in my life because of that. It was draining. It was tiring. And I kept just spinning my, I felt like I was spinning my wheels the entire time. But because I didn't know what the Bible said about not focusing on self. I didn't know what the Bible said about who I am. I myself said that I am unlovable, but God says that I am forever loved. Something that I wish I understood sooner because at my peak, of hating myself, of feeling like I was too fat, right before I fell into the whole pattern of dieting and binging, I was angry at God because He made me unlovable. I was angry at God because He made me so fat. He made me all these things that I believe were going to get in the way of me finding everlasting love when I didn't know that I already had that in Him. If I had started there, if I had knew that then, My life would have turned out way different than it is today. Another thing that's a promise in scripture is, I say I am scarred, God says I am healed. You have no idea how many times, how many years I spent trying to heal all these parts of me and it was never enough. But I never invited God into that healing. And a lot of that healing revolved around me dieting and losing weight and exercising and everything that had to do with my outer appearance. Another thing in scripture is I would say that I am weak, but he says that he will make me strong. With him, I am strong. And you have no idea how many times I felt weak, I felt powerless, trying to diet, trying to fit this image, trying to be whatever it is that I was trying to be back then. I don't fully blame myself for having gone down that path, but I know that things could have been different had I known true wisdom of the Bible if I knew that I didn't have to be so focused on self, if I knew about all the promises and all the things that he said about me, I would not have fallen for all of the fake promises that the enemy had for me. And that's one of the things that blows my mind about the Bible and scripture is that these things have been written in there so long ago. The wisdom has been there so long ago. Yes, we have access to it, but we don't really search for it. We don't pick it up and we actually read it. Now, that same book talks about idols too. It tells us very clear in John 2.8 that those who cling on to worthless idols forfeit the grace of their own. The majority of the time when we are so focused on the dieting and the losing weight and our outward appearance, we don't take time to lift our heads up and see the promises that have already been given to us. Therefore, we have the wrong idols in place. Another thing the Bible tells us is, Dear children, keep yourself from idols. And again, in Psalm sixteen four, Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. You see, the Bible has warnings against this because our Creator knows us. He knows that we're flesh. He knows that we're going to fall. He knows that we are weak. So these warnings have been put in place. We weren't put on this earth to be self-absorbed and self-consumed. Trust me, I spent way, way too many years of my life, and it's really sad thinking back. It's really sad to think that I spent all those years with my head down, day after day, minute after minute, consumed with the idea of dieting, the idea of losing weight, the idea of fitting this image that I idolized. All for what? To have missed out on memories that I could have made with friends and family. To have given up opportunities that could have changed my life. And again, all because I didn't know the promises that were made in the Bible. Our society today really encourages us to look deeper and deeper and deeper. And to focus on more self-love, self-awareness, and self-reflection. But you see the common theme here? It's all focused on self. Can we really be our own saviors? Can we really be our own gods? For many, it's not dieting. It's not weight loss. It can be drugs, alcohol. There's different paths to this. But for us on this podcast right now, it's been dieting. That's been our idol or the tool that we are using to get to our idol. And it's important that we pick up our head and that we realize that we don't have to live there. There's been promises made for us and to us That let us know that we do not have to live there. There's a quote in the book, You Are Not Enough and That's Okay by Allie Beth that I always go back. And it's, for a generation obsessed with personal happiness and self-discovery, we are startlingly unhappy and lost. Think about how dieting or losing weight is helping you in your life. Now, I'm not saying that eating healthy is bad. I'm not saying that working out is bad. I'm not even saying that weight loss is bad. I think that it can be harmful when that's all you think about, when day and night that's all you're focused on, when there's nothing else left in your brain, no other energy, no other space left for anything else because dieting and weight loss is all that you think about. That's when it's harmful. And things that I wish that I knew before is that I don't have to keep digging deeper. I don't have to be making things up to heal. I don't know about you. But all the years that I spent struggling with losing weight and body image and all these things, I never called God, never called on God once to ask him to help me because I thought that I knew what I was doing. I thought that me doing all these self programs, all these self whatever it was, I thought that I had this under control and I would not surrender it. I would not give in because I relied on my own strength and where was my own strength getting me? Nowhere. I spun my wheels year after year, month after month, week after week, only to feel like there was something wrong with me and feeling just worse about myself. Because no matter how much I did, I was still in the same place. We have to understand that when Jesus is on the throne of our lives, he has the authority to give us our identity and our purpose in him. But we are so busy trying to figure it out ourselves for ourselves. You only know what you know. You can only take yourself so far, but at some point you you have to surrender, you have to give it up. And I really do wish it was something that I had done sooner. In this world, we can idolize many things, dieting and weight loss, and what we think we'll get when we achieve weight loss. That's just one of the things, or a few of the things. Also, catch yourself if you're idolizing other people. We are all human. We are all imperfect. There are no perfect beings. So what are we doing idolizing other beings? The only one that came close or that was perfect was Jesus himself. And that's where we need to be looking for direction. But as humans, we are flawed. I don't care how pretty someone's Instagram feed is or how cool their YouTube videos are. The reality of it is, is that that's not reality. There's behind the scenes, there's things that you're not being shown, and things that you're not being told. So we cannot go around idolizing people or things. It always blows my mind when I see people idolizing other people, for example, celebrities. Celebrity walks by, comes on a stage, and people just faint. Why is that? Because their identity and their purpose is in that person, or in that thing, and not in God. We gotta get our priorities straight, ladies. If dieting has been taking over your life, it's time to give it up. And who best to give it up? than to our own Creator, not to another person, not to me, not to your spouse, not to your best friend, but to our Creator. He alone has the power to heal that. We really don't have to spin our wheels. There is hope in Him and just know that when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can never be unempty. empty. You will never be dry. So when someone tells you, hey, maybe you just need more self-love, more self-this, more self-that, question that. Do you really need more of yourself? Or do you need more of Him? You can only fill yourself with so much of yourself. That even sounds weird to say. You can only do so much for yourself. We can't be our own saviors. We can't be our own gods. Yes, we need to move our feet while we pray but we also need to help ourselves by allowing him to help us interesting topic today i want to know what you think head over to my instagram at it's jackie underscore and let me know what you thought about today's topic what do you think about that whole instagram post itself hard pill for christians to swallow dieting is an idol is dieting an idol is it an idol in your life or is it what you think that you'll get in return of dieting that's the real idol